158C, A, the site of your 8 a.m. class, or B, the correct orange you should be using on your Campbell University external media? If you said A, then this is an amazing coincidence. We'll talk about that later. But the correct answer is B, because that is the orange of Campbell University. And it's important that we're all using that same orange. And it's important that our logos we use and the tone we use to market Campbell University is equally consistent. That's part of the Campbell University brand, and what better person to talk about this brand than Campbell's Director of Visual Identity, Jonathan Bronsink. Jonathan's joining us today to talk branding, and I promise you we're going to have a great time doing it. I'm Billy Liggett, joined by co-host Kate Stoneburner, and this rhymes with orange. Jonathan Bronsink, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast today. I hope you're ready for it. But before we get to the fun stuff... I have to ask you what well, we ask every guest who comes on our show, and is and that is, what brought you to Campbell University? I guess now I'm regretting never listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I thought I was the first guest. I was excited. No, you're number 42. Oof. Lucky number 42. Um, I came to Campbell in 2001 as a student. Um, what I knew about Campbell was it was a Baptist school. And um, a lawyer friend of ours said, it's in a town called Bowie's Creek. And so um, my parents, you know, they, they were, they really wanted me to have a good Christian education. So that's why we chose Campbell. Um, I thought you were about to say, so I came here instead. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, so fast forward, I graduated. And I mean, honestly, I said, you know, I had my Campbell experience and now I'm going to go live my life. Um, moved back home for a little bit and then got a call from um, somebody, uh, cons- uh, actually a Campbell alum in, in Raleigh who offered me a job to do political, co- political communications. Um, but fast forward to I, maybe six months to a year later, I got a call from John Robertson and he said, hey, I'd love for you to come down and talk to me. And so... We talked for a little bit, and I said, thank you, but no thank you. And then we later, you know, decided that this would be a good good place for me to be. So Awesome. And you, you started off in graphic design. Today, you are the director of visual identity. Yes. And so I guess before we go even further than that, what, what is, is the director of visual identity? <laughs> if I I've worked with you for seven years, and I'm still asking this question. <laughs> um, me too. Um, I think... It's a fancy title for creative director meets brand strategist meets magazine designer meets um, creative services director. Um, I kind of, you know, like most of us at Campbell, we wear multiple hats. Um, But most importantly, it's magazine designer because, you know, you and I are the (laughs) co-creators of that. Well, now you're just kissing up to me. I am. I am. I, I'm kissing up so much that I'm actually going to pull out this piece of paper to discuss. You know, have you guys talked about Billy Liggett's um, success this year? Oh, you good. Know, okay. Billy Liggett sounds familiar, but he's never been a guest on our show. Oh, he hasn't. No, he's not. So, Billy, could you, you know, coming up, um, we're going to a conference called Case. Um, I've heard that you're not supposed to turn the tables. I, like I heard this is your year. This um, is my year. Yeah. So. I, two first place, three. How many did you get? Uh, 
who's counting two? I mean, really, who's counting two grand awards? Nobody yeah. is. <laughs> and that's for your work on the magazine, right? I, I, yeah. I, I don't really want to talk about the writing I did that won two grand awards. I just I don't. <laughs> this is all about you today. And, I know. And the fact that last year was your year. But you know what? We're, Magazine's coming up. You're jumping way ahead, Jonathan, because the, the reason we have you on the show today is because uh, that's called a transition. The reason we have you on the show, and, uh, and look, um, peeling back the curtain just a little bit, Kate and I work right next to Jonathan Bronsink. I've worked with him for the past seven and a half years now. Um, we have a lot of fun doing what we do together, uh, but... You could you could have come on the show anytime, but you're you're here today because you're doing something that I am uh, very impressed with, and I think is going to be a lot of fun and educational for the people that receive it. And in the coming weeks, days, weeks, you've got a a I'm not going to call it a newsletter because that's a bad word. I'm going to call it a email. Wow, <laughs> which is equally <laughs> a bad word. I couldn't think of a better word, but you're going to be sending regular correspondence to our faculty and staff explaining the Campbell brand, explaining branding and why it's important. So tell us where that idea came from. Tell us what people should expect to um, start receiving from you and, and you know, just uh, why you felt the need to do this, because I think it's great. Okay. Yeah. We, um, before Christmas, we kind of all sat down in a room and just started dreaming. Um, we put all sorts of different ideas on sticky notes and, you know, the, we should do this, we'd like to do this, and wow, we should, you know, let's dream big. Um, and we filled that wall up. And one of those things that came out of that conversation was, you know, we've, the, the brand is two years old. Well, the new visual identity of the university is two years old. Our brand is still, is 130 years, you know, brand is who we are. Yeah. Um, so basically- But the logo and the, the, logo. New, the new slogan and the motto or whatever you call it, the, yeah. the catchphrase, um, that's all within the past, like you said, two and a half years, right. two years. And so we have a ton of passionate people, you know, that we work with. And I wanted to find, you know, thinking about this newsletter, how do I, I can't communicate to 1500 faculty and staff on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, you guys know, know how I am. I'm very much a one-on-one -on -one kind of guy. So the thought came up, what if I communicated to everybody on campus? And what if I worked really hard not to sound like a marketing professional? Mm -hmm. So the dream is to talk about branding in everyday life, to talk about my experiences and how they relate to branding. Um, it's such a topic that's full of buzzwords yes, I and that, that can go over people's heads. And you and I both hate buzzwords. And yep. And, uh, you know, synergy and we must, you know, blah, blah, yeah, um, yes. ver verbal vomit. And uh, but your approach here is, is very uh, com comfortable, very uh, I, I like the approach. And, and that's um, like you say, you're, you're, you're approaching it as this is what I know. I'm not talking down to you. I'm not talking over your head. But, you know, I'm trying to explain to you why this is important. And uh, I think you do a very good job with it. And so why is that approach important? I mean, we all get those emails that we just automatically delete, um, and I don't want it to be that. So this whole idea of this project is what I'm calling it, um, is it's going to have a, a start and end date. Like, unless, unless the powers to be say, hey, this needs to keep going, I only see this being kind of a, a six-month project. The, uh, an example of one of your topics. So the big thing is we are all... We're all brand, like we all represent the brand. 
Um, one of the things that I'm going to talk about is there is a, a photo of my granddad. It was taken in like 1978. He is almost 60 years old. He's on top of um, the schoolhouse that he worked at, shoveling snow. And supposedly this was like a 20-inch record-breaking blizzard in Michigan. And so he was a hard worker, like all of us, or most of us. <laughs> you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, one of the stories that came out of him working at this school for 30 years was there was a, there was a, like a kindergartner who said, asked his mother, her mother, um, who's more important, the janitor or the president? And so in my, you know, as I'm talking about branding, like we all have a role and we're all like branding sees no titles. So, you know, it's those kind of stories where it's kind of like we're all on the same team. Um, but, you know, we all need kind of the guiding North Star on how we should communicate. It really matters when our emails all look different and have different logos on them. Or it really matters when we're not using the same orange as each other. Or when one of us goes with the appropriate Campbell University, but the other half of us prefer to call it CU and right. these kind of things. And, and uh, I'll admit, I... I saw the light through you through this because I, you know, you grow, not grow up, but you, you just don't realize that how important branding is. But right. then, you know, when it when it works, it really works. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, it's simple. It's very much how I grew up, where it's repetition and consistency allows someone to remember something better, right? Mm -hmm. So every time we communicate, we should be consistent and you know repetitive when we talk or what the way we yeah. look. I mean, obviously, each school has their own topic and audience, so there's some variations to that. But overall, we need to really be communicating, you know, from the same book. Yeah. Um, and since we're on the topic of consistency, for those who maybe aren't familiar, could you really quickly just recap our visual brand? Um, what are our colors? What is our new logo? We need um, the exact Pantone. The uh... Yeah, we need the hex codes. <laughs> and could you... Could you just sum up our visual brand and the changes we made two years ago? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before, I guess two years ago, we had a word mark, which was basically letters, a line, and some more letters. You know, that's, that's mm -hmm. what a word mark is. Um, we didn't have an icon. And so for the time, we used our monogram, which was CU, um, which was, you know, it, feel, it served a purpose. But what we've run into, the more and more we do research, is there are a lot of schools out there with the um, monogram CU. So it's not that CU's bad, but the overuse or the using it in the wrong spot, it, it, it's problematic. Um, somebody sent me a, a, a screenshot of a Facebook post talking about a law professor coming to CU. And it was, you know, it was like, yay, you know, another professor. But then I realized that was Colorado that they were talking about. Yeah. So it, the CU is not bad, but the, you know, it's, it's problematic because people associate it with somebody other than Campbell. Sure. So we developed the, the, the Kivet icon, um, which it makes up you know, our icon and our word mark, make up our logo, um, because that was unique to Campbell. Um, we wanted something that was recognizable. That's that's probably the most recognizable building on campus. Mm -hmm. It's unique. Um, it doesn't, you know, some people said, you know, how about we use um, 
the rich. You know, that's where a lot of our student activities are, um, or they were, you know, when I was a student. And the problem with that is every school has those college Greco-Roman yeah. kind of pillars. So it's probably more than you wanted to know, but that's kind of why we lean towards Kivet. Nice. And, you know, the more we read up on Kivet, it was, you know, he was, he made a lot of sacrifices to get us to where we are. So it, it just, it made more and more sense the more we researched it. Yeah, that building does have a great history. And we see, we run into issues like the CU issue all the time in social media too. Because mm-hmm. you use a hashtag and you think it's unique and then you realize later. Yeah, oh. CU Homecoming 2019, you click it and you got Columbia, you got Colorado, you've got Chawan. Yeah, yeah, Chawan. All of them. So. Yeah. If, Let's list them all right that's now. That's true, right now. Let me get my phone. Um, no, I mean, it's a, it's a problem. I, um, Clemson. You, yeah, Clemson. I, my, my daughter, my daughters have these little cheerleading outfits that are orange, and they have a big C on it. And, you know, we will wear them to ball games. But one day, Charlotte, my four-year-old, she said she wanted to wear it to church. <laughs> and, you know, we're kind of like, eh, whatever. So, you know, you roll with, with a four-year-old, you roll with it. So we're at church. And some lady came you know, in Fuquay, and some lady came out of nowhere and said, "Go see you." And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, go Clemson." <laughs> and so then I had to sit there and have the conversation with, you know, no, this is Campbell, and you know, we we went back and forth. It's like, oh, well, that's better. But the problem is, most people aren't going to walk up to you and say, "Go Clemson," or yeah, they're, they're not going to reveal. No, the, they're the just going to assume. So. Yeah. You know, it's the assumption that the assumptions that hurt us. Yeah, but it's such an easy abbreviation to make that I think it just comes naturally sometimes. But what kind of feedback did you get when we were like, you know what, let's let's do away with some of these things and try and create a more unique logo? I mean, overall, I mean, so the struggle that we have is for the past, I mean, since I've been here, which was 2007, we've been using the CU. So every one of our students who have received any marketing or um um, admissions materials, they see the CU. So they resonate with that. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, our new students, you know, well, let's see, can you do the math? Mm, <laughs> how long about, you yeah, about 1,200 students a yeah. year. Yeah. Um, all of, they've all been, they've, they're conditioned to the CU. So when you talk to them about that, they kind of get, the, you know, they say, this is, yeah. this is ours. You know, this Not has always familiar. been Campbell, but it hasn't. And so it's been a struggle to explain the importance of, you know, using the, the kivet over the CU, but because, you know, I'm not threatening. That's probably a strong word, but I'm threatening. <laughs> You're I'm, a rather imposing figure. <laughs> I'm threatening, you know, what, what the norm is. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, in another two to four, maybe six years, our new students will be more used to the kivet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Well, we haven't revealed the video yet, Jonathan, but we will We will let you know that during our um, last week, Kate and I drove the Campbell Prize Cab, where we picked up students and we brought them to classes. And it was a play on the old uh, show uh, Cash, Cash Cab, Cab, where the guy would drive around New York in a taxi. They get to ask him questions. They win prize. So one of the questions we asked was, uh, you know, Campbell launched a new brand two and a half years ago. Uh, what um, iconic building serves as our logo? Everybody knew it. And it wasn't awesome. even like, yeah, and it wasn't even, uh, let me think about it. Uh, and then we had the one guy, also a Jonathan, who not only answered every question, but he also gave us a little bit of history about everything right. afterwards. So, answer. yeah. Um, so just that. letting you know, it's it's catching on. I know it's difficult. You say um, we've been Campbell University for roughly 40 
give or take five, 45, 46 years now. Um, now I think it was with a law school we were at Kent University. So 40 years, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough to change 38 years of habits in the mm-hmm. last two years. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I mean, overall, I think the students, you know, there was concern that nobody wants that on, you know, nobody wants that logo, but, um, or the students wouldn't want that. But there's a, you know, I see a ton of Kivit stuff. It's yeah. great. Um, and you designed it. People may not know that. Like, we did not outsource this to some fancy Raleigh-based designer. You designed it. I did. Um but we did work with, so I designed nope. it. We went back and <laughs> we, we did collaborate with um, this is true. This is true. another group. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, it kind of went back and forth. And then eventually, luckily for this conversation and all conversations, it ended <laughs> on my computer. So I guess you could say, yes, I put it together. Well, I'm going to pivot once again. And uh, I do want to bring up that you've won countless design awards during your time at Campbell University. And that's not really a question. That's just a. I just want to bring that just up. Just two friends <laughs> you, each other yeah, you, you, you did it. Uh, no. Um, so you mentioned the magazine earlier, and I know the magazine's important to you. It's important to me, and uh, we have a good time doing it. Um, but you, you're in a unique position here in that uh, you do editorial design, which is totally different from graphic design for digital purposes or for branding purposes. And so you've kind of, over the last seven years, have become you know versed in both uh, forms of media and so how is it different and um, which do you prefer I guess you don't have to say what you prefer I can cut that part out yeah. or, you, or you can tell me I mean it it better be print it's, it's <laughs> it really has nothing to do with the projects I you know I just don't like working with you that's oh yeah. okay. where's the laugh track <laughs> yeah. oh, I was going to bring a laugh never mind oh uh, missed opportunity I mean a lot of design I mean design is design's not stuck to print or digital designs everything and so my mindset is very design user user centered um that's i mean that's the whole reason why we're doing this um newsletter project is i want i want the users on campus to understand it better so i think they all have um pros and cons um, I, the digital world's nice because it's more forgiving and you can make changes easily easier. Mm-hmm. You know, once it's in print, you That's know, it. you're stuck. Yeah. Um, I enjoy, you know, the last couple of years doing the magazine, I've enjoyed it more because we've taken bigger design risks. Um, and I think they've paid, you know, obviously they've paid off. Yeah, I think uh, um, that's part of the reason um, I enjoy working with you and I know Kate's over here just rolling her eyes of what this has become, but <laughs> no, uh, you're, you're one of the very few people I can say, this is what I'm thinking. Can you make that look like what I'm thinking? And most of the time, it's very, almost exactly to what I was thinking. And then the other not times is you make it better than what I was thinking. So it's it's really, I don't think people appreciate it, that yeah. it's more than just making things look pretty. It's, oh, yeah. it's uh, you know, there's an art to it and uh, it's... You know, I think Campbell University is very fortunate to have you. And, and that's the very last nice thing I'm going to say about you in here because uh, we've got a few more minutes on this podcast and we wanted to end it in kind of a fun way. So, uh, Kate, I'm going to hand that off to you. Cool. So we're going back to branding. We want to know what your favorite brands are. Who's doing it right? Do you have any companies or universities mm. in particular that you look at and think, yes, that is okay. um, goals? 
man, I need, I need something fancier than Apple. I mean, we all go to mm-hmm. Apple, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a reason we all go to yeah. Apple. It's true. It's true. I mean, that's the important, I mean, like, I feel like I'm going to keep pitching the importance of branding, but that, I mean, there's a reason why we're picking up Apple phones, mm-hmm. why we're buying Apple stuff, because it's designed well, it's simple. Um, so... What you got in front of you, Kate? <laughs> this is a Motorola G5, which means I am immune to advertising. I stand alone. A lone reed waving gently in the breeze of advertising. Do you like it when, um, like when uh, somebody like uh, KFC, for example, and they go way out there in their advertising, and it works? Right. But is that long-term working, or is it kind I of a... I yeah. mean, it's very trendy. Um, I think it... You know, we sit around and joke around, and we enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of marketing is just about grabbing attention, especially mm-hmm. nowadays when there's so much stuff coming at us. You know, on our cell phones. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I don't think from a long. I'm curious how that affects the long game, but a lot of it is if you're if you're not getting awareness, then there may not may not be a long game. So, I think they've done well. Um, you know, the Hardys and the KFCs and all of that. I mean, it's fun stuff. Um, they may alienate some of their audience, though, with some of the stuff, you know, if they go too crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to th- I'm still thinking of brands. I think Red Hat does an amazing job. Um, yeah. You know, everything you see that has that Red Hat look, it's kind of blocky. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be red. You know it's Red Hat. Um and there's some, you know, let's see, university-wide. I mean, I hate to say NC State, but, you know, they do a really good job, um, very clean. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff I see. I'm sure there's stuff we don't see, but overall they, they've well, no, done Mer- Yeah, we, uh, you know, when Meredith came out with Meredith Strong, which is an ad campaign, but it's part of their, it's become their brand now, Strong, mm-hmm. and uh, very effective. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard, it's, it's hard to come up with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, Everyone cycles through them, but when you find something that sticks like that, I think they've been going with Meredith Strong for several years now, mm-hmm. and uh, we all kind of long for that. You know, right. <laughs> we we tried Campbell yeah. Strong right after it. <laughs> it didn't work. Well, Funny. <laughs> I mean, with our tagline, Campbell Stronger. With our ta- tagline of leading with purpose, I think you know, the more we can talk about what that purpose is, mm-hmm. um, the stronger it's going to get. You know, using it, you know gives it awareness and then people recognize it. I mean, before, before that we did Campbell proud and you know, you still see all sorts yeah. of Campbell proud. Well, yeah. A lot of people are still using that. Yep. They love that. Yeah. So before you came to Campbell, what did you think of like, what did the brand mean to you? Did it mean anything? I'm going to be honest. It meant nothing to me, Okay. but also I'm from out of state. Okay. Um, when I first looked on the website, I definitely got the leading with purpose right away because mm-hmm. that's very prevalent. But my only exposure to Campbell was downtown since I'm from Raleigh. So right. I would see the law school. I was like, hmm, looks like a, a good clean cut kind of law school. But I didn't even know it was affiliated with a larger university. There's probably a lot of people that think Campbell University is that law school. Yes. But right? there is no university. Yes. Yeah. There, there are so many marketing challenges out there that we haven't even, yeah, mm. one step at a time, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, we uh, we actually went over time, so that's always a good sign. And uh, we really enjoy having you on here. I'll be uh, traveling with you to Atlanta in a few weeks for our annual haul. And uh, no, thanks for being on. Anything? Uh, oh, yeah, I did want to say um, 
brand.campbell.edu. That's where you can actually find a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I guess I should be saying that, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, tell us more. No. Uh, so brand.campbell.edu, and uh, you see a lot of Jonathan Bronsing's fine work. Thank you for being on Rhymes with Orange, and uh, we hope to have you again um, after uh, when you're on your next thing. Cool. Um, before I get off, you know, since this, you know, other people are listening to this, I would love feedback from, you know, part of design is is learning what's working and what's not working. So if if you guys hear feedback or if you know the audience hears, you know, has feedback, I'd love yeah. to hear it. Absolutely, we can do that for you. Send all right. Send an angry letter at. Yes, yeah, send all your angry letters. Bronsinkj at campbell.edu. I would like to jump in here with a story about Jonathan Bronsink's user friendliness. Um, the other day, I was sitting in my office. I think it's just friendliness. It was very friendly, okay. but it's made a difference in my workday because I work in a closet. It's a very nice storage closet. Like, there's ample space. I'm not trying to complain about my office space here, Haven. Um, but there's no windows in there. And so I often am just staring out the door for a distraction slash entertainment when I reach a break in my day. And I often see Jonathan sitting next to our coworker, Adam. They're discussing actual work things. And he'll often catch me just staring at them awkwardly and saying, come on, get back to work. And the other day I mentioned that I didn't have a window and he came back 10 seconds later with a beautiful scenic um, tree slash sidewalk painting um, done with Sharpie on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And then later in the day returned with another eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with blinds on it. So that's my window now. Well, um, what you failed to mention is it's black and white. So I figured, you know, you could you could actually color it in whatever scene that you want. Yes, adult coloring is trendy and I'm all for it. Yeah. So as soon as I bring my colored pencils into work, I'll color it in. Good to know. The end. <laughs>